Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, stone shop owners from across the fruited plain and beyond, I'm your host, Aaron Crowley. So glad to be tuning in with you on episode 151, The Thousand Pound Problem, The Risk and Reality of Full Slab Islands. They, they are a risk and they are a reality. I mean, it's a reality that's in our face and it's a problem that we need to understand. And so in this episode today, kind of get into some of the, the nuances of full slab islands, the risk and reality of this thousand pound problem. Now, you know, in the last episode, I talked about the million pound problem. The problem, from my perspective, is that the industry doesn't see it as a problem <laughs> that installers are expected to lift a million pounds a year. Honestly, it's not that we don't see it as a problem. I just don't think we understand how big the problem is. It's kind of hiding in plain sight. And kind of the common misconception is is that uh, those 75-pound to 600-pound counters, they're really not that heavy anyway. That's not the case. They're unimaginably heavy. It's just that stone installers get so used to lifting them, they don't seem as heavy. You take somebody who's never lifted that kind of weight, and they, they can't even comprehend how heavy it is. It's a problem. Well, there's a problem as well with these full slabs, this this new phenomenon that's been unfolding, evolving over the last few years. I guess it's been evolving over the decades, but really it's hitting mainstream in terms of construction, in terms of design, in terms of the way cabinets and kitchens are laid out. It's a problem, but the problem is builders and designers and the customers themselves, they're oblivious to how heavy a full slab island is. They don't know. It's seven, eight, nine hundred pounds, a thousand pounds, eleven hundred pounds. I I'm not going to say they don't care. They just don't understand. They don't appreciate it. And quite frankly, fellow fabricator, even though this full slab island phenomenon creates problems for us from a logistics standpoint and an operational standpoint, I don't think we fully grasp the true problem that it presents. And so in this episode today, I'm going to talk about the risks and the realities of this thousand pound problem, the full slab phenomenon, the reality of full slab islands and what they present to our companies. And so I'm going to be sharing from a couple of different perspectives. I went to, you know, went to work in the stone industry in 1993. There was no such thing as full slab islands. Thus full slabs in the early nineties were way smaller than they are today. You didn't have these gigantic slabs. You didn't have equipment to move them. Saw tables weren't big enough to accommodate them. So this is a new phenomenon that has just occurred so slowly. I don't think any of us really realized it. Boy, now it's, it's, it's front and center. I was a shop owner for years as well, so I did my fair share of installs on those full slab islands, you know, renting a crane, picking them up off the trailer, the slab trailer, putting them on a dolly, and then having six guys carefully roll that thing into the kitchen and tipping it onto the cabinet. Very, very familiar with that reality. And lastly, as a owner of a company that manufactures stoneworking equipment for installations, I talk to fabricators all the time who are like looking for a solution for this full slab phenomenon. Like, ah, I got to fix this problem. So before we get into the risks and the realities in terms of the specifics, I do want to just define what I mean by a thousand pound problem, the full slab island. I would say anything over 600 pounds is a full slab. Now, a standard slab of quartz, 55 by 120. I know those are now small slabs of quartz, but they were the standard. That's 640 pounds on average. And then you take like a quartzite or a, a dark black granite that's 72 by 125. You're over 1,100 pounds. And here's what's really interesting. Let's just take a 600-pound island, a slab of quartz, and then compare that to a 900-pound countertop. I've observed many, many times couple of guys, two, three guys, they can maneuver a 600-pound countertop on a cart, on a dolly, on a job site. 
for the most part, relatively predictable, you're going to be able to safely and likely get that countertop into the work area and get it up on the cabinet. But a 900-pound countertop, which is 50% more weight, is not 50% more work. It isn't 50% more risk. Anything over 600 pounds, you're talking exponential impact in terms of the physics and the physical realities that are presented to those people trying to get that countertop into the work area. So you're talking 1,100 pounds. It's not just 1,100 pounds. It, it, it's, it's, it's many, many multiples in terms of the difficulty because of the size, the length, and the height of those countertops because of the difficulty getting those gigantic counters. You just don't have enough handholds on them. You can't distribute the weight of 1,000 or 1,100 pounds equally enough. And so somebody's going to be lifting way more weight, and it's going to be really awkward. It's going to be super top-heavy. The risk of tipping is high. So when I'm talking full slabs, when I'm talking 1,000-pound problems, I mean any countertop over 600 pounds up to and including an 1,100-pound like full slab of quartz. You just trim the edges. You, know, you trim the core holes from the quarry off the edges, polished it, and threw it on the install trailer, the full slab Phenomenon. So let's get into the risks first. We're going to talk about the risks and the realities, just so you have a better understanding of this problem. You can put it into context with the million-pound problem because, fellow fabricator, they are two completely different dynamics. They are two completely different problems, and we need to see them as such. We need to understand them as such because they have to be approached very differently. So let's talk about the risks. Slab falls on you in the shop. What happens? Pretty good chance you're going to be killed. If it crushes you between another slab, an A-frame, another piece of equipment, you know, what have you, or just falls on you. If you're standing in the shadow and there's a smiley face that comes out of the clamp and comes down and tips over onto you, most likely you're going to be killed. In fact, somebody was just killed a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned that in the last episode. You probably already know about that. But for whatever reason, there seems to be a fundamental disconnect. We recognize the danger in a shop setting because we're cutting multiple slabs a day. We're not installing full slab islands every day. So there's a disconnect here. Now, what's really interesting in a shop setting, you've got the ideal, not ideal, you've got the best conditions possible, a flat floor. You've got equipment, forklifts, cranes. You've got booms, clamps, vacuum lifters. You've got people that do it every day. You've got lots of extra help on hand in the shop, maybe in the sales office. So conditions are as ideal as they'll ever be for safely moving slabs. But out on site, it's a completely different phenomenon. Conditions are less than ideal. Oftentimes, conditions are terrible for putting full slabs in. And yet, it seems to be the common... I'm not talking about from a practical standpoint, what does it take physically or with manpower to get the countertop in? I'm just talking about a purely safety perspective. Do we consider full slabs on the job site to be as much of a risk and danger to our employees as we do those slabs in the shop? And I don't think we do. I think it's so infrequent. It's it's so unpredictable. We're not doing enough slabs in the field. And I don't just the proportions. I mean, you're much more likely to be killed in a shop setting because you're handling so many more slabs. It's just statistics, or statistically speaking. But that doesn't change the fact, and this is the point I want to make, fellow fabricator, having a slab out on site is way, 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 way more dangerous to your employees than a slab in a shop setting because of the just the, the variety in terms of the terrain, the lack of equipment on site, 
the precariousness, instead of hanging that slab from a clamp up in the air, you've got it supported on something, so the likelihood of it tipping over is just much greater. And then your surfaces are so uneven and so unpredictable. Sometimes you don't even have steps. Sometimes you get there and they got the concrete pour forms there, but the, the driveway hasn't been poured, and you're going over gravel, you're going over forms, it's just terrible, then you get into those steps and you know from the garage into the house. So maybe you're having to roll that thing around the side of the house and, and there's a slope. And so because the dolly is connected to the slab and the dolly wants to sit flat on the ground, so it's cockeyed, which makes the slab cockeyed, which means the people on that downhill side of it are at a huge risk of that 1,000-pound slab falling down on them if it tips over, if it gets away from them. And so number one, fellow fabricator, it is a huge risk to be moving full slab islands on site it just is and we need to appreciate that we need to we need to accept that fact and we need to keep that in mind as we set out to solve this thousand pound problem it's just dangerous don't underestimate slab is just as heavy on site as it is in the shop and human beings are just as fragile it's dangerous so that's the risk keep that in mind now let's talk about the reality the thousand pound problem versus the million pound problem. They're completely different problems and they require completely different perspectives. Now I want to talk about just the reality. It's kind of a recap. You, you know this, but I've thought through this so extensively and so regularly. I want to just break down a full slab island install into three components. So the easiest part of putting a full slab island into place is actually in the work area. Here's why. You get a 72-inch tall slab on a dolly or even a 64-inch tall slab on a dolly. The halfway point of that slab is about right where the edge of the cabinet is. So you're not lifting that slab to then tip it over. If you lifted it, you'd have it'd be top-heavy. All you have to do is lean it up against the edge of the cabinet, break the friction on the bottom, and that thing is going to almost effortlessly rotate into the horizontal position. Then you got all that friction on the bottom of the slab as it slides across the top of the cabinet. But getting the full slab island onto the cabinet is actually the easiest part of full slab installations. Quite frankly, it's the safest. Let's work back from there. Let's talk about getting that full slab island into the work area. Now, I already kind of covered this in the risk side of it, but let's go into a little bit more detail. You know, on one end of the spectrum, let's just say you're where I would love to be right now, Palm Springs, in a mid-century home with a pool out back instead of being 28 degrees here in Oregon. It's flat. It's the desert. No steps. Off the install trailer, onto the dolly, up, you know, not even up the driveway, just along the driveway, up the path to the front door. There's not even a step. There's not even barely a threshold perhaps a small bump of a half of an inch or so as you bump over that threshold into the house, roll it up to the cabinet. Now, that's one end of the extreme, and if you install in Palm Springs, well, congratulations, you have that beautiful desert air, and it's warm and sunny, and you probably got a swimming pool in your backyard, and your full slab islands are a lot less risky. But let's just talk about the rest of the country, where you've got custom homes, oftentimes on a slope, where the driveway hasn't been poured, but the forms are in, there's gravel, there's no care has been taken. The builder doesn't know. The builder doesn't care. The schedule of that house, the cabinets are in. The counters have got to go because the plumbing finish has been scheduled. The tile backsplash has got to go on those per, you know perimeter countertops. The fact that that driveway hasn't been poured is irrelevant from the builder's perspective. That full slab island's got to be installed. Half the time, the steps aren't even built yet. And you still got to figure out how to get that six, seven, eight, nine hundred pound, thousand pound, eleven hundred pound countertop. Off of the road, off of the, you know, 
the, the, the flat surface that you can actually set it down onto, and you've got to get that and maneuver that into the work area. That is probably the single most difficult conundrum, speaking from somebody who manufactures equipment for installing, because of that exponential component. You go from 600, easy. You go to 900, way, way, way harder, much much different conditions in terms of what is necessary to keep a countertop that big and that heavy stable and vertical as it goes up that hill, as it maneuvers over all those obstacles, and as you get it into the work area. Where now you've got door height is also a consideration. Standard door height's 80 inches. You get a big door. It might be a little bit bigger. So you're limited in terms of what you can even utilize to get that countertop in to the work area. Now let's talk about getting that 1,000-pound island or that seven or eight or 900 pound island onto your moving device to begin with. Again, 600 pound countertop, you use the scissor clamps on the end. Two guys, they get their shoulder into it, lift with a straight back. Perhaps they can muscle that thing up off the A-frame and onto a dolly, onto a sheetrock cart, onto the no lift. I don't know if I'd call that safe when you're lifting 300 pounds. That is an unimaginable amount of weight, wear and tear on your physical health, but it can be done, but you get beyond that. There's not enough handholds on that slab, and so you are presented with this fundamental obstacle of how do you get a 1,000-pound slab out of an install rig, out of a box van, out of a trailer, or out of a sprinter van, or off of an A-frame on a flatbed trailer, or out of a pickup truck, and down onto your install device. That problem has not necessarily been solved, fellow fabricator. So even if you had a device that could safely and predictably maneuver a full slab across those conditions and into the work area, guaranteed. Let's just assume that that solution existed and it was guaranteed. You still haven't solved the problem, the reality of how are you going to get that slab onto that cart in the first place? A 1,000 pounds is different than 600. 900 pounds is different than 600. 800 pounds is different. There comes a point at which the physical body simply cannot lift anymore. And once you reach that point, what are you going to have, like six guys go to the job site? Well, yeah, actually, in addition to the install crew that's already there, that's what you have to do. And so those are some of the things you need to think through in this, in terms of the industry solving this problem. Not only do you have to get the slab onto the cabinet, which is actually easiest part of this process, you got to get it into the work area and you got to get it off the install or the delivery rig onto your device. There is no such thing as anti-gravity as far as I'm concerned, as far as I understand. Elon Musk has not endeavored to solve that problem yet. Perhaps he will, and when he does, <laughs> installing is going to be really fun. It's going to be really cool, but just keep that in mind. When you are dealing with weight of that size, there is just no simple way of getting those countertops onto the cart and getting that cart and the slab into the work area on a traditional job site. It is just an absolutely insane reality. So let's talk about the physical reality. I think very oftentimes the full slab phenomenon, it eclipses the million pound problem. And I'm going to just come back and touch on this because these are both really, really important. They're both problems and they both have to be solved. But let's just see them distinctly, kind of in contrast, in comparison to each other. Simply because of the sheer weight, you can't lift a 1,000-pound slab. Two guys can't lift it. Four guys really can't lift it safely because there's no way to get a handle on that slab to get it up in the air, and you're lifting from the bottom, so the top is way up there in the sky, flapping in the wind, ready to tip over. It just is tough. So you probably spend or send six or seven or eight people out there to get that thing up. Well, it's so big, you have to do that. But when you're talking about the million-pound problem, 
200, 300, 400, 500, 600 pounds, those aren't considered to be heavy. And so we don't consider sending as much help to the field. We don't consider that a problem. But when you look at the cumulative effect of the million-pound problem compared to the thousand-pound problem, and you look at the frequency and the cumulative nature of it, we're not installing as many full slabs as we are standard kitchen countertops of 7,500 or 75 to 600 pounds. So let's just say you were doing 1,000-pound slab a week. And that would be, I would say that's probably exaggerated. We were doing just a, you know one of those every month or two. But let's just assume you're doing one every week with an average output. But you're still doing 85 square feet a day. Overall, it's about a kitchen a day. It's not super high volume. But, and so I think these are realistic and conservative proportions to make this comparison with, fellow fabricator. 1,000 pounds. Let's assume that your installers actually lifted that 1,000 pounds into their install rig. They can't, but let's just assume that they do. And let's just assume that those two guys lift that 1,000 pounds out of their install rig. They can't, but let's just assume for the sake of math and comparison, they did. There's 2,000 pounds. And then let's just assume instead of tipping the island up onto the cabinet, which they're going to do, they're not going to lift it, let's just assume that they do lift it. That's 3,000 pounds that they've lifted putting that island in. And if you're doing four of those a month, that's 12,000 pounds a month. You do that over the course. And again, I'm, I'm wildly exaggerating here in terms of the potential weight because you're not actually lifting this. You can't, so you don't. Whereas you do lift the counters that are 7,500 or 75 to 600 pounds. But work with me on this. Go with me. 12,000 pounds a month times 12, so that's 144. Let's just call it 150,000 pounds a year. The 1,000-pound problem is 150,000 pounds cumulatively, and that's wildly exaggerated because nobody's actually going to lift that. But in proportion, even if you're assuming you were lifting those full slab islands, you've only lifted 150,000 pounds over the course of the year. When you compare that to all the rest of the perimeter counters and all the rest of the square footage that you have to put in, you're upwards of a million. So do you see the distinction? Our marketing manager, our director of marketing, Wes Rice, pointed this out. He's like, yeah, you look at the question, which one can lift more? A cart that has a 1,000-pound rating can lift a 1,000 pounds. But if that's the only countertop it can install, and you look at the frequency with which you're putting in 1,000-slab countertops, 1,000-pound countertops, yeah, over the course of a year, you maybe have lifted 150,000 pounds. Whereas all the rest of the countertops, yeah, you've, you've, you've reduced the lifting on that 150,000, but you still are lifting the balance, which is 850,000 if you're still carrying the other countertops in. Fellow fabricator, that's the differentiation between the full slabs and the rest of the countertops that you're going to install. They're both problematic. They both create challenges for our business, and quite frankly, they both create challenges for our industry, but they're very different. The million-pound problem is different than the 1,000-pound problem. So to wrap things up, I just want to point this out. Um, there is not, and now I'm speaking strictly from a, uh, an equipment manufacturing perspective. To build a device, and maybe just a teaser here, maybe just a little bit of a spoiler alert, NoLift is working on this problem. And I will say that down the road, we are going to be unveiling some absolutely... Elon Musk might be impressed <laughs> when, when, uh, when we are to the point where we can uncover and unveil some of the solutions that we are working on for this full slab phenomenon. But I just want you to understand, you are not going to be able to find... Physics prevents a universal cart that would put a full slab 1,000-pound island in and also put a 450-pound L-shaped countertop widow maker 
between an island cabinet and a sink run that has got very confined space rotating into the horizontal position. You need two different devices. The device for putting the slab in is so big, it won't work in those other conditions. The other 95% of the countertops that are being installed. So you really need to have, it's two solutions because these are two very different problems, fellow fabricator. So just keep that in mind. If you want to solve the million pound problem, now this is a word from our sponsor, also known as the host of the Fab Lab podcast. If you would like to solve the million pound problem, make a big dent in it, I would recommend you go to noliftsystem.com. Check out the NoLift system. It goes up to 600 pounds and it will do 95% of the countertops that your installers are expected to install on site. It does the worst of the lifting for them. If you mention this episode, episode 151, just like the last episode, episode 150, if you mention episode 151 to one of the sales pros at No Lift, you will get $500 off of your system. So if you don't have a No Lift system, if your installers are still loading, unloading, and lifting those countertops on site, visit NoLiftSystem.com today. Now, fellow fabricator, we are on the eve of Thanksgiving. Next week is Thanksgiving. I'm going to take a slight departure. The topic will be slightly different, but there will be an episode next week, next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and then we'll resume this safety topic. We're going to continue the focus. We will be returning to the topic of silica and silicosis, that really fun, quite frankly, that really uncomfortable topic that we need to address we need to keep in mind fellow fabricator and i've got an interview with somebody that's going to bring a really 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 unique perspective to this material handling issue so fellow fabricator thank you so much for tuning in to the fab lab podcast what a privilege what a gift what a blessing i'm so glad to have shared this with you so until next time safe installing